I'm Kelly. And I'm Steve. And this is Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiance Before the 90 Day Season 6 Episode 8 Misunderstood. We, before we started this episode, had to have a briefing about which couples we expected to see in this episode. Because there are so many different shows going on right now. (laughs) It's really hard to know who we're about to see. It's just a shotgun blast of people. And there's there's such an assortment of new people and all these new shows that are all starting at the same time. It's really confusing. It makes it challenging is what it does. I have whole shows, I'll be honest, where I know zero names. It'll be like, if you were following me, my lead, I'd be like, you know that chick? (laughs) (laughs) That guy? That That Catholic dude? Yeah. You know? Yeah, that guy with no emotional tie to anyone? That one? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. It doesn't like... A messy room. You're right. Right. Or the anybody, really. Or that fake Catholic chick. Right. <laughs> that cries and is really messy. For me, this t- tonight, I think when I leave here, I try to think who I'm most upset with. And for me, it's Statler. Right? Yeah. I don't think you can go around pushing people and pressuring them. For intimacy. In, yeah. It, I, it's, so openly, does it too. Seem, does it seem awkward? Yeah. So on a scale of 1 to 10, what are the odds that Happy we're going to get busy? Happy time is what she called <laughs> it. Yeah, but it's getting busy. And she even kind of shut her down. Now, we've seen that before. Gino does that. Gino shuts down, like, intimate talk. Uh-huh. You know, so that's something that we've seen. And some people just aren't comfortable talking about it. But Much I thought less on national television. Dempsey... Is is like I I kind of wrote down. I bet Statler's kind of fun to hang out with, right? Uh-huh. For a couple of hours. Yeah. After that, it may get wear on you. Yeah, I think it uh-huh. might. Statler um, and Dempsey, they're just different, right? Yeah. Dempsey seems pretty much like a normal down a normal to earth kind of. And I'm gonna have to say. Unlike any other cast member that I think we've seen recently, as soon as she gets near a place where she can bathe herself, yes. the first <laughs> thing she wants to do is bathe. Yeah, before going to bed. Before anything. Yeah. Like, let's just, I don't know, get clean. How great do you feel after you've done that? Oh, You've wonderful. got all the oils and the bunk and, and the whatever sweat. off yeah. of your body. Mm-hmm. And you really feel good. Yeah. It's like for me, you know, I'm a clean, I, I'm clean shaven mm-hmm. and there's nothing for me, the feeling of being fresh and clean and being clean shaven at the same time, mm-hmm. right? You go, I got it. Like if I'm in a funk, I'll cut my hair, make a clean shave. Obviously, the part of that is I try to shower more regularly than I cut my hair. <laughs> <laughs> But they go to the hotel, and the first thing I thought, she said, forgive the mess. I'm like, you know what? How about the bathroom? Because you've been blowing this up for yeah for a while. Yeah, that was her big panic, was mm. having a trek to the the real loo. Mm. The loo. Look at you. <laughs> Bring in the heat. <laughs> they exchanged their gifts. I mean, that was fine. For me... I don't know. I look at the issue here, and I think you can put this in a nutshell of Dempsey didn't tell her dad about the seriousness of Statler. And that's that yeah. that, that can be alarming, right? Mm-hmm. But equal, and, and then Statler's upset about that. But at the same time. Yes. Statler didn't. Mention the part about her, what her plans are. Right. That she planned to move there if everything went well. And so they're quickly, both holding. This is not a an avenue that is going to get them a successful relationship. Yeah. The trailer, and that's what this is. The caravan is a trailer. It is not, it's not in such bad shape. Well, she hadn't hooked up any plumbing. Well, I get it. That's an issue, right? That doesn't You'd take... think if you had company coming from another country that you would get yeah, the bathroom in But order. she was out for five weeks. Right. But she she went on a pleasure trip. It was a vacation. With, it was with her dad. It's not like 
she didn't know or had a sudden work trip, you know, and, and it couldn't be avoided. The, who goes on the five-week trip? It's kind of a big deal not to have a working bathroom. Who goes on a five-week trip? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Must be nice. That's important. Maybe her dad is loaded. It is. It's, it wouldn't be. I'm assuming they're on like the family property at some point. This mm-hmm. would almost be like um, homestead. Well, who am I thinking of? Corey and Evelyn. And Evelyn. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a cat. You know, it was a kind of a house still on their compound. Mm-hmm. But the issue is, is where are you sending all of this sewage? Are you building yeah. a septic tank or what are you doing with what's in there? Uh-huh. Makes me think that. This is something kind of more temporary than permanent. Uh-huh. But if she's got IBS, it's a real problem. Yeah. It is, She needs right? access to a bathroom because, you know, she might have an attack in the middle of the night. Mm. And especially if it's not your home where you live, you're not going to be wanting to wander out in the dark going to find the bathroom. It's like this, going to an outhouse. This would be, yeah. You should just do that. Let's just. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you almost go to go outside versus going in, like her dad's house and yeah. blowing up the bathroom? Right. You go every time the door hits, you know something's going to happen. I'd be really uh-huh. careful about. Obviously, you know, I just wouldn't eat. You know, I just don't. Mm-hmm. When it when I go to someplace new, I just stop food consumption. That way, that doesn't happen. <laughs> You're so weird. Could you go three days without food? Yeah, I really probably could. Because uh, no. I don't want to have to use the bathroom in public. <sighs> this is a weird obsession on well, your part. It's not like an obsession. It's a it thing. Is. I can shut yeah, it down. It's a thing. And it's well. weird. You shouldn't go three days without going to the bathroom. Yeah, but if I'm in a new place. It doesn't matter. What are you supposed to do? You're supposed to go every day. Yeah, but. Technically, it's... according to my former proctologist, what? you're supposed to go three times a day. That's not right. And, if you can see, he said, if you are, quote, consuming sufficient fiber in your diet through the intake blah, of food, blah, blah. you should go three times a day. Well, that seems to be all that 90 Day Fiance seems to be about recently. Yeah, because bathroom we have, issues. We have a whole lot of talks about bathrooms. Yeah, even even on Real Housewives, uh, we had candy blowing up the bathroom Puking and pooping yeah. on the airplane. I don't know. Maybe we, they've discovered that it actually, I don't know, maybe it makes good TV. Is that possible? I don't know. Well, I've seen so, a lot of people on the crapper lately. So not a fun episode. This wasn't like a funny yeah. episode. So I think maybe for us, let's try to f- maybe fix their relationships. What does Statler and and um, Dempsey. Dempsey need to fix? What do they got to do to fix the relationship? Um, go more slowly. Yeah, I mean, we kind of blew past, and you know, not pressure. We blew each past other. Statler and the intimacy thing, but yeah. that's that's really a problem, uh-huh. and that could come up later. I mean, if this is how your relationship's starting, the talks about sex, yeah, the and pressure said, about sex. Dempsey said something about she she knew that Statler was into like weird stuff. bondage stuff. And this is from us, a couple like, of 50 year old, wow, okay. 50 plus year old people. Yeah, I it, don't need anything special. Everything's weird. <laughs> Maybe what you know you need, you need 20 some years to figure out how to do this properly. Yes. And then that is the truth. Then everything's fine. Suddenly it's like discovering each other all afresh. So that's what they need, right? <laughs> that's what they need time. Nobody wants to spend time. Right. So they're going right at it. I mean, Wait till your kids grow up and you actually discover each other. That's probably better. Yeah, that's better. So, and shower more often. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's the thing. They even shower together. I think this is kind of what we were saying with David and Sheila is, you know, it's just, it's, it's an excellent way to probably start with everybody clean. <laughs> better things happen with clean people. <laughs> Right? It well, just works. Yeah, it's, Everything it's better than looking better. at David. He's so sweaty. Yeah, he is. And have, how many times have we seen him go to bathe? He went to bed this time. He didn't shower. Well, he goes, I'll check it out tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care how primitive it is. If I have the choice of sweating with no air conditioning and washing or sweating with no air conditioning and laying down on the floor to sleep, I'm probably going to at least take some water 
across my body. Yeah. Well, it would just be uncomfortable. The whole setup, totally uncomfortable. Yeah, we've seen this before, right? This is one step above homelessness. Let's go with Ed and Rose, right? This would be a comparable situation. I and, think this is worse. And this, But it's still comparable. Yes. How did didn't Ed, she have like holes in the ceiling yeah. or something? It rained inside or How something. did Ed react to this? I mean, what was Ed's attitude? I don't know that I recall. Oh, he was flipping out at the rat in the shower. With, well, I get that. With... uh. The dad having to shower with the Which, dad. Iconic scene. Yeah, that was great. But, but Ed, I think, was a bit more insulting. Yeah. David, I, and I know he can't communicate, and uh, so all we could do was really watch his eyes. Mm-hmm. And he I, seemed compassionate. Yeah, but I think it was almost, and it was shocking. Yeah, he was shocked. And it turns out at the end, he was more disappointed that. That Sheila didn't trust him enough to really communicate how bad it was. But don't you get it? Yes. He said, I think she's embarrassed to show me how she lives, but I wish that she trusted me enough to be that open to tell me and not be ashamed. Well, don't you think it? Yeah. I mean, the trust thing is a big deal, but don't you think that she would be afraid that it would just scare him off? Well, and that's what she said. I don't want him to think that I'm just. You know, wanting a better life. I couldn't help but watch that scene and realize how flippant they were about their situation. This is just what we have. This is how it is. You know, it's Mm -hmm. we talk about all the time. It's just, you know, it's just Tuesday at home. He said just Tuesday in the Philippines. David said, wow, they really do need money Mm -hmm. to help with this house. It's far worse than I imagined. And there's obviously not like local codes that are going to come and say, look, can't this, live is, here. this right. is inhabitable. You know, they've had the roof blown shelter. off, yeah. had a fire mm-hmm. in the place. What a mess. You know, you really feel like, you know, we're spoiled and we yeah. know we know that we are. For sure. If, you know, something happened and, you know, I remember, I don't know, the kids doing something on the bed right and you know the mattress would be wet or something and you got to clean the mattress and you can't sleep on it for the night uh-huh. you know how tragic something like that would be you'd get up in the morning and you we would just be moaning about mm-hmm. how horrible it was or you, going to bed with dog urine reeking from your watch band <laughs> <laughs> well that was from you puppy sitting yeah but it was still worth it right you didn't get that in the bed did you no, no, it was dried on the band. I just had to like soak it with, and scrub it with soap. But we we see how awkward this communication issue is between Sheila and David. And and I kind of put the blame on Sheila here. I like Sheila. Yeah, I do. I too. like her family. Mm-hmm. I like but the solution to this problem is first communication. Mm-hmm. It's first she has to find a way to communicate. And it isn't getting a male interpreter. Right. Because you can't have a male interpreter with you. Mm-hmm. You've got to immerse yourself in ASL. Right. And, and this, this this translator said it only took her a month. And she, well, seemed, she seemed taken aback by the lack of communication skills that Sheila had after the amount of time they've been in a relationship. Yeah, she said something about that. Like, I can't believe... She mm-hmm. said, if I was in this relationship or in a relationship like this, I would learn to communicate with my partner. Mm-hmm. It's a big statement. If Sheila hears that, she's not going to be she's happy. going to hit the roof. Yeah. My issue here, and, and, you know, I don't know you picked up on it. David asked the interpreter if she was married. Oh, I didn't, I didn't yeah. catch that. This is a problem. Mm. In front of Sheila? Yeah, when they were sitting at the table. That. When they were sitting at the table, mm. ask if she was married. This is a no-no. David can't do this. Yeah. What was the circumstances? Were they? Well, they just... were just chatting back okay. and forth, normal chat. You know, I could see like it wasn't like a, I'm hitting on you as a backup. No, no. but how is Sheila supposed to interpret that? Well, because that? she's so um, insecure. Well, what already. business is it other than small talk? What business yeah. is it of David's? If yeah, the interpreter is married. Definitely feeds into her fears. You should go on the assumption that she is married. 
and that doesn't even matter mm-hmm. because it shouldn't have any bearing on anything. Mm-hmm. Maybe on the – but she's not, not using her as like a counselor. So when Sheila gets upset, I mean I get it to a certain extent. She I think isn't jealous necessarily that she isn't married and that she's young, right, and a woman. I think she sees an, the ability of somebody else to communicate. To reach him in yes. a way she can't. And that that has to – maybe the realization at that point that mm-hmm. maybe she hasn't prepared herself properly. Mm-hmm. I think it would kind of hit in. And what are you supposed to do? Mm-hmm. She is 31. So it's not too hard to imagine that in a few months – she could get to a point where they're communicating. Mm-hmm. You'd think at some point, I don't know, it's just hard. Mm-hmm. That somebody would invent some ASL app that could help interpret, right, with a camera. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably not a big need for that. But just because the mass, there just isn't enough demand for something like that. For somebody to put the time and the money into it. Mm-hmm. But man, that would really be beneficial. Yeah. For everybody. Especially for Sheila. She's crying. She's very unhappy. Yeah. I said to you when her son came out, started speaking English. Nice effort speaking English, but it's not doing anybody any good. Yeah, they were speaking English to the mom too. Uh-huh. I don't think she could hear either. So they were yelling in yeah, her ear. Yeah, she seemed hard of hearing. So maybe sign language would be good for her too. So the preview, hmm. oh. what do you think it means? Oh. Obviously, we know what they want us to think it yes, means. Yes, they want us to think one of the parents have passed is what they want. And that we don't know. It Who is... else was in the house? Anybody? No, I mean the son, but it's nothing that traumatic. I don't think we're, I don't think we're going there. Hmm. I was probably somebody in the family. You know, it's hard to tell with these sharp things. You know, we get it. Match Me, we talked about it when we recorded Match Me Abroad, that every preview that they have done is has, fake. Is fake. Purposely misleading. Yes. Every eye roll, every everything. So. Even stuff pieced together out of context. Yeah, they'll do it in the same episode. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, unless it's direct words coming out of somebody's mouth. They didn't tell us anything. They showed us a casket in the back of a vehicle. And he a- said, we went to bed. I was finally, I was happy to finally meet her parents. We went to bed and woke up in the morning to something bad had happened. Hmm. He so, did look pretty serious when he said it. Well, any death is serious, I would yeah. you know. I think just looking at Sheila's house puts everything into perspective. Yeah. You know, that there are so many people that this is the norm. Mm-hmm. It's a simple thing like sleeping on the floor. And we've seen so many people that would go, I am not doing this. Mm-hmm. Not having walls. No. We're going to no go. No plumbing. You got to go pee in a bucket, poop in a bucket. So I think David handles this. My feeling is David handles this well. Yeah, it seemed like he did a good job of not reacting physically, like with his body language, in such a way as to embarrass her. Her, His eyes, you saw it when he was walking through, they were just hugely wide open. Uh-huh. You could just tell that it is nothing like he had imagined it right. would be at all. Mm-hmm. He it, almost fell going up the stairs. It's so narrow. Well, you know, with those narrow steps, it would be really hard. Basements, like in Michigan, we get sometimes basements are like that. Mm -hmm. And so you're carrying stuff up or down. And And he's a big guy. Yeah. On top of that, compared to them, they're Mm -hmm. small people. Yeah. So I get his disappointment that she didn't share more, but I get why she didn't share. Uh I get it. Yeah, everybody understands. I mean, at some point where it's out there and you go, maybe she could have done it better before they went. Said, hey, things really are really rough. Uh-huh. But you can't prep somebody for what that place is like. No. That this is your day-to-day living with your child. Mm. And it look, they weren't, nobody was complaining. No. This is just how it is. Yeah. And so. the dad said he built the house. So how can 
I mean, how can Sheila live leave there? Yeah. What's going to happen to her family? Who's going to take care of her parents? Well, my thought frail. would be, you know, in something like this, this is what you would hope, right? Is that, well, even then her dad's so old, he probably can't fix a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Is that she could get to the States. David's already working. So hopefully he makes enough for the both of them and she can work and get money, send it and send it at home. Right. Uh-huh. That would be the best scenario. Right. Because they've got real work to do. Yeah. I don't think anything about that house is salvageable. I mean, they kind of got to yeah, tear down to, and start over. It's hard to even tell how it it's put. It doesn't look safe, especially that it's had a fire in it. It's hard to tell how it's put together. I didn't quite get it in perspective. It looked more like it was attached to other homes. Mm. It, it's what it looked like. Like they it's, were. It's almost like a lean-to with a staircase. Yeah, I would almost you know, call there's it. There's no walls. Like or... a townhouse type of thing with the inside gutted. Uh-huh. Just a big shell of a house. Yeah. And then they've done the structure. Maybe it burned like out a, that much. It's like a shanty. It looked pretty charred. But I root. I I have probably not rooted for people more than yeah. than this. Yeah. I just it's so hard. Everybody deserves a happy ending. But it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Like other people have these stupid issues, right? Uh-huh, right. This is real. Almost manufactured. Yeah, this is a real problem. Right. This is a real thing to overcome. And it starts it starts with them not being able to communicate. Right. We said it before that they ought to go back to however they were communicating. Pretend like you're not in front of each other. Uh-huh. Go back to go back to text, even if you're in the same room. I mean, heck, kids text back and forth in the same room. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I, it's legit. I mean, why not communicate that way? They've got to get the words mm-hmm. as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. At least until you can teach her ASL. Mm-hmm. But but stop verbalizing. Just text, right? Whatever app you've got. He can text. It's just a better way to communicate. At this point, they can get there someday. But to have to bring an interpreter, dad looks like he was taken aback. But he would have been the same if they'd have been yeah. speaking English. Mm-hmm. For them, whether he can speak and listen doesn't really matter because they they're, it's a different language. Mm-hmm. He gave no indication that he could speak English. Right. But it would be good to be able to communicate with the son. Yes. So that would be something. So our fix for this couple is for her to immerse herself in ASL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about... What's your thoughts, Misha and Nicola? Oh, he has like no ability to emotionally connect with anyone. Like we're anti-Misha. Yes, but, but he he is not ready to be in a relationship. And she's extra. Yes. On, on top, top of, that. of all of it, it's not like it's just him. She's the extreme. Right. There's probably people who could navigate and negotiate this period with him. I don't think he really listens to her. You know, he's just like, oh, you're whining again, Misha. He says her name so much, it bothers me. I mean, that was horrible. It's condescending. Right. You know, like you're talking to a child. He said this. He almost said like this. What? Do you need hugs? Right. I'm like. When she's crying. Like, that's horrible. So patronizing. I I was in shock. Yeah. He has absolutely no clue. He's clueless. Is it wrong of her to expect it? I mean, what is he? Well, I I mean, he's a human person. He's 46. Yeah, he's a bit, I mean, he's not going to change. No. At this point. So I don't think he's ever going to be in a relationship. He's completely disconnected. He's not even close. No. To having... A point where he can be in a relationship. No. He's going to be alone. Yes. He also, maybe he's torturing himself and putting this upon himself because he actually, in this episode, compared himself to Jesus. Yes. Ah. It's like Jesus. <laughs> what Accepting the persecution, he said. Hmm. I wanted, if we had time, we, 
he talked about a, a Byzantine church. So I wanted to kind of research. This kind of tells us the, um, I think the, how do we want to call that? The sect or the whatever we want to call it of Catholicism that he's mm-hmm. in. I'm pretty sure that it, they're still aligned with the Roman Catholics. They still like, um, they still recognize the Pope. So that's, mm-hmm. they're still there. Mm-hmm. But I have no idea all their other well, stuff. Wasn't that all Catholics? No, I think it falls into some other. I, I think they're, they've broken off into some other. Somebody that doesn't recognize the Pope? Yeah. I thought that was kind of like the foundation yeah, of all Yeah, I don't Catholics. know. We're not that versed, so I don't want to get yeah. to. But I wanted to research at least. Cause they talked about that was the church that he was, um, that, that, they, that he prayed in every week is what he said. Mm. He also, I also, look, I wrote down as they were going through there, just the amount of body sweat. Yeah, that he had, and somebody mentioned it. Was it you, or maybe it was somebody? One of somebody in the Facebook group talked about it last week, just about his the huge stains he had under his shirt. Uh-huh. And then did he go back to the room? And he says he smelled himself. And yeah. Say I have no smell. Yeah, I'm thinking this is you're numb to your smell. This is like a fourteen. This is like a fourteen year old boy. Uh huh. I'm, you're just in denial. Right. Maybe his religion doesn't. Maybe deodorant's not a thing for them. Yeah, it's or maybe like, it's like coming home on Sunday when it's 106 out, and we're trying to have the air conditioning on in the car, but we have to roll the windows down because all we somebody, can smell is our son's armpits. Somebody smells like old tacos. It's ripe in here. Yeah, you'd rather breathe hot air than <laughs> smell your son's armpits. Well, this is what Nicholas space. smells like. I have no smell. You're too emotional. Are you crying now? Do you need hugs? Wow. And in a condescending way. All Not of just it. do you need hugs, but do you need hugs? <laughs> but I think she's expecting more out of him. Than he's capable yeah. of, of giving. In that in seven years that they've been communicating. She's you, you, just figuring this out. This tells me not only does he not listen to her. But she's not paying attention no, to him either. Because... I mean, this would be like communicating with Gino. Well, the thing is, you know, it is different online than in person because they're all happy, fun. Oh, I love you. Blah, blah, blah. Online, when you're face to face, you have needs. You have needs that need to be fulfilled by the other person, emotional needs. And he's not prepared to fill them. Well, he's not even capable. He could you know, pass it off online, but face to face, you know, you expect some emotional connection and there just isn't any. I desperately want to meet his family. Yeah, to see if his dad is just like him. I don't remember. I know he lives with his mom. I'm not sure of his father's situation. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't remember. Yeah, right. There's too many people for me to remember that. So I don't know. But I want to see what he's the product of. Uh-huh. Is this him? Is this how he was raised? Is he doomed, right? Well, his parents aren't Catholic either. That's correct. So there's some natural separation there. Mm-hmm. But she just wants to meet them and be around them. And for him, he shuts that down. And, you know, it's like all she ever talks about. It's yeah. dismissive of him. Mm-hmm. And so it has to at least bother her a bit. Oh, it does. Clearly. And she has all this time to think about it because mm-hmm. she's evidently spending 10 hours on her on her makeup. Apparently. Which, by the way, is perfect pretty much every time. <laughs> right. So she is good at that. And changing in random places. Yeah, so they're still good. I mean, we she's <laughs> fake. We, totally. we don't. We're not a Very big fan of Misha. No. So she's got her issues. But these two... Are never going to work. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. She's got to compromise and maybe spend, I don't know, uh, five hours on makeup. It's probably an exaggeration, right? But it's a real thing. Yeah. And she was getting on him for lashing out at her. At her. You know, when he brought up, she brought up real issues. He kind of lashed out about this stuff and then decided at this point he was just going to storm off and take a shower. Right. And get up and leave. 
Yeah, he was real dismissive of the seriousness of the conversation. Well, I'm done with this. All right, I'm going to go do this now. But it would be what you would expect of somebody who's never been in a relationship. Mm -hmm. What would you do? Well, this is uncomfortable, so I'm going to go. Guess what? It's still there when you come back. Right. It didn't resolve it. It was no compromise. Remember last week? At the beginning of the episode, or maybe it was two weeks ago, I forget who was on which week, they started and he said, do you feel any better about the thing we were arguing about last night? Uh Uh-huh. When actually nothing happened. Nothing had been resolved. No. We just decided, we just tabled it. Right. I mean, it's Housewives 101. Mm -hmm. Let's table this and argue about it later. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you feel better about it? (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing to feel better about. You've done nothing and nothing has happened. Right. No steps to actually resolve it. So he's going to go into the shower and come out and then wonder why. Do you feel better now? Yeah, everything's not done because she's emotional. (laughs) This this works well, right? He knows nothing about women. (laughs) If this is one thing you should probably not say, there's a couple things. You should not tell her to calm down, right? Right. Right. You should not tell her that she's too emotional. Right. right. I don't know the others, but that's enough. I actually chuckled today because a French said to me today, you cry easily. <laughs> About animals and children, <laughs> babies in pain. Uh, um, You wouldn't cry at that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I have a soft spot for animals and people in pain. That makes sense. Right. <laughs> Forgive my compassion right. at church, but okay. I mean, we didn't talk about that in our personal <laughs> podcast, but here's what you're doing. I mean, you're, you're puppy sitting for our daughter. Yes. And as a gift, what you're going to do. Um, and have she started. Doesn't, she doesn't live in the house anymore. No. You're taking her puppies and, and vaccinating it and doing all those things that we're not convinced she would do responsibly. Right. So we're doing those for things. the health and welfare of. But the while you're dog. doing this, you're like holding this puppy yes. while it's getting shot. Yes, and and they told me that it's a five pound puppy. Yes, they told me that one of the shots would would be painful, and they were going to do it last. Well, this dog yelped and bit continuously and spun and jumped around and was just absolutely hysterical, writhing in pain. Mm-hmm. And I I didn't know what to do for the poor little thing. It's so small. Mm. And it broke my heart. Sure. I, I started crying. And they're like, are well, you Kelly. okay? And I'm like, this dog is hurting. What can I do? Maybe you're too emotional. <sighs> Maybe that's actually it. You found I, out. And I said it, it reminded me of taking a newborn baby to the doctor. And they make you hold them down. And they put shots in their legs. And they scream like bloody murder. And I cry then too. I should get like a soundboard <laughs> for our life. And just carry it around with me. And when you start crying like that, I'll hit a board. I'll hit a button that is um, Nicola, and he'll just say, "You're too emotional, Kelly." I'd rather take the pain. You're too I'm pretty emotional. tolerant of pain, but I can't stand to see helpless things in pain. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, if that's what you call crying easily, I yes, I do. <laughs> There's no wake up for him. There's no, no epiphany that Nicola is going to have. There isn't anything, right? I mean, there's nothing. No, no. This is never going to change. He's too old to, at this point, learn how to behave in a relationship. He lacks the emotional skills and maturity in any kind of relationship. I'm not sure he even has female friends at this point. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say no to this ever having even a ray of hope of working out. Yeah, he's just so dismissive of her at all times. And I don't think that he's going to have this problem only with her. I think he's always going to be alone because no one would accept this as being an acceptable partner. Yes, partnership. And she talked about that a little bit. Yeah, again, no one in the history of ever, however she put it, I didn't know, in the history of relationship ever. Right. (laughs) Very dramatic. Has ever found this to be an acceptive, acceptable level of well emotional I, support. Well, I'm sure it would be the the goal of like Samit's mom, right? <laughs> right. With, with his 
you get and submit in an arranged marriage, mm-hmm. this would be fine. You don't need all that. Mm-hmm. This is just what you do. It's an arrangement. Right. So there you go. Hmm. Maybe they need. He's in the wrong country. I maybe guess. they need an in-person, full-time uh, counselor, like I think Gino and Jasmine do. Oh my goodness! This counselor, I pointed out as soon as they got in there. Look at all these toys on the shelf. Yeah, you're like, what's this about? I said, well, she probably counsels children, and one of the well, tools, Gino's there, so that one makes of, sense. One of the tools a counselor might use is toys to make a child more comfortable while they're talking. Should have given some of that to Gino. I think that maybe would have made him better. <laughs> so give him some, give Gino some cars to play with. <laughs> These two, look, we think like in real time, they're still together. We yeah. believe. We believe that she has made it to Michigan. It's mm-hmm. what we think, right? Mm-hmm. There's not been direct evidence. We've inside scooped some stuff, but nothing's like solid. Mm-hmm. Like she's here. That, that we're willing to say that this has still happened. But I have no concept of how this could move forward. Mm-hmm. Because these two... Except that neither one of them will work with anyone else, so... These two... Don't listen to each other. No. I don't think they like each other. Yeah. I think they actually purposefully try to hurt each other. Yeah, I can't figure out why they're together. They keep both saying how much they love each other and want it to work. What? Where's the love? It's more like tolerance. What is, the thought is, is for them, is what is love? Yeah, maybe they just want to love each other. Sure. They like the concept and they want to have it in some way, but I don't think they actually do. Jasmine's warped, and yes. so we're Very gonna damaged. we're gonna obviously jump to a bunch of conclusions here. Jasmine's warped, and she gets love from intimacy. Yes, from no other place than that. She feels rejected. I said to you. This is sad. Why does she put all of her self-worth in her uh, sexual nature? You know, she seems to put all the value of you love me, you don't love me based on that. She has to have more to offer than that. So that troubles me. And this almost leads me to play. If Gina was really smart and Gina wanted to hurt Jasmine, all Gino would have to do would be to cut her off. Yeah. He blames the cutting her off on her attitude. Mm-hmm. We don't know that that's true, but he's consistent with that. Yeah. So he's blaming her. He may, we believe from last season that they were on that he's got some ED issues, probably. Mm-hmm. Because they weren't always fighting. No. And Although, it, apparently, they've only done it seven times in two and a half years. I think if you're counting, that's probably not super. It, probably so infrequent that she yeah, felt she, the need to count. Yeah, but, I mean, you just look at it and you look at at what they value. What is? What do you think Gino finds is love? So we're, we're kind of good on what Jasmine defines love as. It's physical, right? I think... She has little to no emotional connection with somebody, unlike, you know, you're not going to sit and watch binge a season of whatever with Jasmine, right? You're not going to, you know, I don't think you're ever going to get into anything deep with her because it's all intimate. Mm-hmm. But what what about Gino? What, what does Gino call love? Mm-hmm. Thoughts? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe um, not arguing. It's somebody that'll be around him. Yeah. I think maybe for him, the thought is that he has done, um, we're thinking porn, right? Yes. Possibly cam girls and possibly prostitutes. Yes. It wouldn't fall out of line that that would be his world. Right. And then if you're paying for somebody, it's like you're a customer, right? Mm-hmm. So the customer's always right. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's going to get a bit more, I don't know, controlling people for his dollar. Mm-hmm. 
I'm way speculating now, but it's mm-hmm. just my gut about where Gino gets his, I don't know, his relationship stuff from, mm-hmm. from whatever he pays for probably. <laughs> I mean, we know he's saying he's cheap, right? Uh-huh. But our, our info says he's got some money. Right. Probably a little tight with it. So, but this may be something he's willing to spend money on. He is spending money on Jasmine. Yes. Jasmine's had surgeries. She's in this apartment. I mean, there's money flowing. Mm-hmm. It, the so, wigs, yeah, extensions, all and all that. Yeah. The thought, though, is when they fight, it just gets so ugly. Yes. These are ugly, ugly Me. fights. And that's what the counselor was saying is it's one thing to disagree. It's another thing to be insulting. And I found it interesting that she picked up on that element right away. It's, yes. In the way they speak to each other. They, she, they cut each other. Yeah, on purpose. Yeah. Like, I am trying to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Even she said, I'll get rid of the communication with my boyfriend. My ex-boyfriend is mm-hmm. what she said. But I won't like it. And it'll hurt. You know, it's that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Why would you even then say that? It seems tough. Yeah, because he would want her to want to do that. Yes. So that's, Not to do it grudgingly. Yes. I mean, that's to me, that's the difference. Right. If you said, I'll cut off communication, maybe it's the right thing to do. Then Gino could counter with, well, how about there still can be communication, but how about I'm involved when we when we meet with him? Let's have me there also. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a line you could right. have where you could give and take a little bit mm-hmm. instead of absolutes that you're going to hate. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hate it, but I'll do it. And you said as soon as that scene ended, but I wonder if she's actually going to do it. Right. I mean, Gino kind of said the same thing. Is she just saying we, it in the moment or is she actually going to Yeah, I'm just watching her because mm-hmm. I just think that she's just going to explode. You could just see her like shaking over there. She's just ready to erupt. Yeah, I could tell that she did not like the counselor giving her stuff to work on. <laughs> she only wanted the counselor to give Gino things to work on. <laughs> And Gino wanted to make sure that it wasn't going to be a gang up on him. And that that he wanted to make sure that Jasmine would leave there understanding that she had things to work on, too. But you, the thought was, she, the task she gave Gino about Jasmine was when you see her getting ready to erupt. Uh-huh. Diffuse how, it. How do you diffuse it? Mm-hmm. She, I don't know that she's diffusable. Yeah. Because you, I mean, this would sound crude, but you just got, what she's going to want is you're going to have to put it to her. Well, right? he he admitted that he does and says things when she gets worked up to add fuel to the fire. Mm. So he says he'll try to stop doing that. Yeah, but she's attacking him, and right. he's attacking her. Mm-hmm. It's they're all it's just Tit for tat. Yeah, they're just dousing. They're each on fire, and they're dousing each other with gasoline. Mm-hmm. And what do I, I don't see a solution to this? Yeah, they do seem like they fight and disagree much more than they have positive interactions. And that's kind of what the counselor was saying, too. I don't want you to talk about these issues all the time. I want you to go and enjoy being together so that when you have disagreements, you have positive experiences that you've shared together to counteract the negative feelings that you have. And this was supposed to be how Riley and Violet were supposed to spend their evening. Yeah. This is where this was supposed to go. Yeah. Both of these, they're both like everything. Both of them are at fault a little bit. Violet, let me get this out at the beginning. Violet shouldn't be surprised that Riley at some point had her answer these questions. About the app and whatever. But it should have been between them and he shouldn't have been involved in friends and whatever. Yeah. And trying to pass it off as because she's like a sister. That was just lame. And I'm not asking you. It's and, her. Yeah. And answer, answer. I mean, this is their conversation. You don't talk to me. Talk to her. Well, that's stupid. It's none of her business. Because she wouldn't know about it unless Riley told her right. about it. And then 
it seemed like Violet had at least a legitimate discussion with her about the situation. Right. I deleted it off my phone, but it was still on wherever, on my computer, and I didn't know the password. And the friend said, that's not an adequate answer. Yeah. You go, what? This is Riley's She book. said, that's not a valid answer. It's something like that, yeah. Like, Meaning, what do you mean? that's a flat-out lie. It's not even possible. And then that's Riley's, what she was saying. And then Riley says, I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. And then it just erupts from there. I completely get that Violet felt disrespected and needed to exit the conversation. Yeah, I do think that she needed to know. She was going to have to answer to that. Yes. The, the issue was is they and had. she did. They had the, and she did answer it. So she didn't just say, like, with the phone, give me your phone. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. She didn't just go, none of your business. Though I think she still felt that. She did answer yeah, this question. Yeah, she did. How many times in this scenario that somebody would tell you to beat it and say, bye, bye. Oh, my How gosh. many times would you come back after that? None. None. That's so disrespectful. I'm done is what it is. And I said, guess what? I'm done, too. (laughs) See ya. Yeah, these two also. Do we think they're ever together again? No, they can't. The preview has them blocking each other. Yeah. I think the whole point here is that Riley answered this call and possibly producer-driven. Knowing what was going to happen. Yeah, because he he really put her up up. to this. Yeah. And on the premise of let's have a nice evening. Which was the baloney, the BS in the whole thing. Yeah, they all dressed up. And then nobody likes to feel attacked. Right. Do you think Violet's, maybe we're looking at this from our, because we know who Riley is. No, that was rude. Even the point that he took the call and then walked off and left her with the phone with someone she doesn't know. Well, I was kind of getting it a couple weeks ago. The way Riley was treated at Violet's place or with her mom. You know, he had to answer some tough questions. But that's her parents. Okay. All right. All right. This is nobody. Yeah. You know, you can friend this and that all you want to. It's not their business. Okay. That was different because he was there in person to meet her parents and you have to pass the parents with the muster, you know? You got to make them feel comfortable that you're dating their daughter. All right. You got me there. That's a different level. We may be accused of being too And that's what she said, too, is this isn't your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother. She did say that. Yeah. I think Riley came there looking for issues. Yes. On the whole trip. It's about you not seeing me, the He's phone. He's looking for what problems he can he can catch her in. He said that, look, it's either her way or the highway. It's his way or the highway, no, too. And so what does that do to relationship? Uh, done. It's done. Unless your highways match. Yeah, all relationships are about compromise. If you can't compromise, then you're going to be alone. How? Because no two people are the same. How in the world does this relationship end before Tyrae's? How is that even possible? I have no words for that. So we're going to be done with, I guess, my thought is that there's no more of this, right? We get next week, they block each other, and they probably leave. Would that be what you think with Riley and Violet? If we're coming down to the end. No, we're not. This is episode eight. Well, we thought that about Tyrain. We wouldn't see him after the first episode, and guess what? They so may they'll be, find a way to they keep They need going. to do it like 60 days in, right? Hey, I'm we're out. halfway through this season. <laughs> We've lost now we're bringing half out some new of people. our participants, <laughs> right? Here comes Jenny and Submit. Here comes Jenny and Submit. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so here we are. Look, here we go. <laughs> so Jenny doing yoga what we get <laughs> that would be great that's what we need it's like stand-ins uh-huh 
Right. We need the sheriff in there. Saying, well, these I, didn't work too well. So. I don't know what's going on. Here's a replacement. These crew. people are weak. Yeah. We need tougher people. <laughs> these are backups. It's a combination. It's 90 mm-hmm. days in instead of 60 <laughs> days in. We're covering in our subscription stuff. We cover 60 days in. So that's that's what the references are. In one of the most disgusting things we've heard, which we they showed it to us last week, is and I'm only going to say it once. Real men have sword uh, have sword with blood. Oh, gross. This that is nasty. Disgusting. And it's nasty to say to somebody. Yeah, so base. Do you think he was joking Just, in no. some way? It didn't seem like it did. No, it. he's pressuring like a, like Statler. Um, Statler and Dempsey. Yeah. <sighs> he said I was expecting I couldn't believe it, right? He said, I was expecting to make love nonstop and have fun. He has not spent any time. I'm not saying moms aren't fun, right? Uh-huh. I, it's you, right? Yeah. We're fun. Right. To each other. Yes. But guess what? It's in perspective of who that person is. Uh-huh. Amanda's not the people that he runs around with. No. Do you think Amanda maybe made him think she was with it's her, possible with they, her she on, was sending pictures and stuff wasn't she her Weren't online they persona pictures i think you know yeah. mo- mom during the day and then her online presence with him was probably much more flirtatious uh-huh yes i believe it was and so she probably led him down a path that gave him some expectations yes. he shouldn't had and his cues probably aren't so good. So. And part of it's probably because she wanted to get back to that side of her life. But then when in reality came, she realized she wasn't ready. Yeah, and she's so fast. Yeah. I mean, it is so fast after the death of her husband. Yeah. You know, this isn't her husband. I wonder if there's some comparison to... She said she felt guilty even laying in bed with him, like she's doing something wrong. And you didn't... And it's not something we've experienced, so I don't know what what is appropriate, what... And I guess it's, it's, it's for that person to decide. I mean, mm-hmm. we all judge and go, it's too soon, but that's really up to you. And so if she feels like it's too soon and she feels guilty, then she's not ready yet. I well, I told assume. you at the beginning of the season that I feel like part of what's making her want to speed up the process and be looking for somebody this soon is that I think she's terrified of being a single parent. I think she wants a partner in parenting. And that led her to be looking for a relationship that she actually wasn't ready to share in. Wanted it. Like, you know, somebody we see so often. She's anxious to get on with a normal life. But when faced with what that is and the next step. Right. The next step is. Inside, she realizes it's not really appropriate yet. It doesn't feel right. And, it, and it's her. She has yes. to be the one. Right. So I, I think maybe as crappy as Rosvan is here in this this episode. I think she misled him before and I she don't, went. I don't know that he ever had a chance. Mm-hmm. I think she was going to go in and sabotage the whole thing anyway. Mm-hmm. You saw it right away at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Before he'd done anything wrong, she was already distant and critical. Yeah, and, looking to have a problem. Yeah, I don't know that this is good. And so, you know, it's not just one person. So what do these two need? Time? Yeah. They need to slow down. For real. But I don't know that he's the guy to slow down with. He may be, look. This sounds crappy, but he may just be too handsome. Yeah. Like, you know. He is that. <laughs> hey, I like your tone. I just agreed with you. I get it. But he, it's just like, you know what? I've got to share this with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> when you're my size, you don't have to worry about that. Because mm. nobody wants it. Mm. So it's all right. I do, baby. That's good. I appreciate yeah. that. 
But I think that that they need to see and maybe he does. Maybe him visiting would be good. It would either end this or yeah, continue. She seems it. really taken aback by that. Well, he's assertive and aggressive on the visa. Says uh-huh. I'm coming now. Mm-hmm. Like you leave, I'll be right behind you. You know, if he saw like what life is really like, uh-huh. I think it would be kind of shocking for him. Mm-hmm. I think she's she left from Ohio, but I think she's in Louisiana, small town Louisiana. Mm. You go to small town Louisiana with a single mom and two kids, right? You're going to see how unexciting life is. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of work. There's no, there's, I don't think what it is. Eunice, Louisiana. I'm guessing not quite his speed. Right. Probably be popular in town at the local gym. And definitely not um, going to have her full attention, which is kind of what That's she was the saying. Issue. Yeah, the kid thing seemed a bit odd. That's a, her sister said that yeah. wasn't a deal breaker because I think the sister thinks, look, this relationship is not as far along as you think it is. Uh-huh, right. Slow down. You guys aren't even there yet. Right. So don't worry about the kid thing. You got eight other problems to worry about before you. But this is a real right. thing because I think he's not listening to her. Mm. Very similar to like Nicola. Mm-hmm. Because she said things before and he just hadn't heard it. Mm-hmm. This is a big one about kids, but who knows the seriousness of this conversation. Well, I know what the sister's saying because she says now I don't want any more kids. But when you're in love with somebody, you naturally want to share that usually. And so that her feelings on that might change after, you know, years together or more shared experiences or whatever, you know, emotionally her view on that might change. And so I think that's kind of what the sister's saying is it's not the time to talk about that right now, you know, because you're not there yet. She's 31. He's 26. Yeah. I mean, they could get together and have four or five more years before to figure out if they were going to have more kids. Before we say the clock's ticking. Right. They need I mean, to get the coffee situation. I mean, I was a couple days shy at 36 when I had the last one. You need to get the even more than bathrooms, right, that you need to have worked out. You need to have the coffee situation worked out. <laughs> Something you other come than there, instant. I'm finding – well, I still think it was ground coffee, but it just wasn't going to go in the machine. Mm. This is an egregious thing. I mean, we talk about this, and, and I think maybe this is a bit about the maturity in their relationship. You know, it'd be like you. we talk today about just little things we do for each other, mm-hmm. right? And that that he would have known that she has coffee in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, and just buying coffee, buying a bag of coffee isn't really enough to make sure that they have what they need. You know, it's that attention to detail with mm-hmm. how's your day normally go? Mm-hmm. Do we have what we need? Yes, there's a coffee maker there. I bought coffee. Wouldn't you take a look at that? I know for you, I, we, we wouldn't go anywhere. We would come into town. We would blow into town. And if we didn't carry your tea bags with us. Yeah. Which, by the way, we would. Yes, we would. But we would be, I would be on the hunt for I this. I would also pack my teapot. <laughs> so, right. I because, get it. Because, you know, it has to be the right temperature. Let's and, just and say. You can't just boil water but to there's make tea. This, So, <laughs> it's about, and I think maybe all of these relationships are the same, right? It's about, and serving sounds like a crappy word, right? It sounds, um, I don't know that it's the right word, right? But serving your partner. Meeting their needs. Yes, It doesn't have to be about everything every minute. Right. But if a couple of times a day your partner knows that you're being thought about, right? Yes. For me, that's a big thing. I And I take the time to tell you how much I appreciate that I notice the little things. You know, you're not a big grand gesture person. You know, you're not going to come not, in with, you know, bouquet of flowers and candy and I'm not skywriting. dinner, or, you know. 
I would sky. I would do what Chance did. I would sky right <laughs> with a balloon. With a, I mean, an airplane. No, would I would do that. No. No. Oh. It's the small everyday things that just let me know that you're thinking about me, mm. and and it matters. That's more important to me. It's not like a text or a call. It's something little that you may not even notice. Right. I think it's those things. It's not like, you know, you leave somebody a note and say, I did this for you. Right. It's that those things are done. Uh-huh. Whatever that it, whatever that it is. It doesn't matter. And I don't see that level of anything in them. The coffee thing is what it showed me right away. It's like knowing that you're scared to take a bite out of an apple. So I'm always going to cut up the apple. You know what I mean? Right. It's those things. It's not like a fear of apples. No, it's, it's a, a dental issue. Yeah. So a fear of a loose ground. <laughs> right. So I don't bite out of apples. Right. And so you don't, you don't even leave it for me to cut up. Right. When I get an apple from you, it's already cut up. Right. It's those little things. Mm-hmm. And that you've listened and you've learned. Right. It's like, oh, you'll be all right. Yeah, it's, it's like, not, and like not serving like, you. What uh, do you need? Hugs? Yeah, right. You need hugs. <laughs> Your zoom's not like going to break his tooth on an apple. <laughs> right. The patronizing. Right. So it's that. And it's what you see from Nicola. Right. You know, it's cold. Yeah. So Uncaring. those little things that you can do really matter. Right. So, And so maybe somehow, even when in Thailand, right, maybe Dempsey should have gotten the toilets plumbed. Yes. Right? In yes. five weeks, you could have. She surely knows that, that Statler has IBS. I feel certain it would have come up. So if point. you're not going to do it yourself that you make sure it's done right that's a big deal it may cost you you know a couple hundred dollars or something you know Mm -hmm. but that you do that it's those little things and so maybe that can be a little insulting it's going to make um statler a bit more uncomfortable when you could make it easier right no and she's coming from another country for this visit you know sheila could have let david know it's worse than I've ever told you. Yeah. You're not going to be. Maybe you're going to want to pack, you know, a blanket or something to lay on because we're going to be sleeping on the floor. Yeah. And some wet wipes. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of stuff that I think people shield stuff and hide stuff in that case to because they don't want to deal. To with, save face. Yeah. Yeah. But the other stuff, it's just not thinking of your partner. Mm-hmm. And until they do these things, Right. It's, it's, they're not going to have any success. Man, look down the list. I don't yeah, know. These, these aren't going well at all. Yeah, I don't see it. I mean, we root for David and Sheila. Yeah, I'm holding that hope for them. But yeah, this is not good. So, we are going to have Reality Roundup. It's kind of a full list. Love After Lockup, Match Me Abroad, The Other Way, UK. This will be as big as it gets. We're thinking Match Me Abroad's already ended, so we don't know if it was the last episode or there is one more. But people are getting matched up or dematched, I guess, more often than not. So that's what we cover on Roundup. Um, we do one episode for free. The rest of those shows are by subscription. We have Inside Scoop for 90-day TLC stuff. And then whole gambit of housewife stuff personal podcast where kelly talks about licking a goat's butt yeah yeah so all of that and more um plenty of stuff hours of content 399 plus tax um, on patreon supercast or our apple chip all pretty easy so have a good week and more just keep watching because there's more stuff to watch you think you're done watching? Then there's more. Yeah. It just never ends. And love during lockup. That's go back, watch it, and then listen to Reality Roundup. That's it, because it's just starting. Now is the time to start something. And love during lockup was Friday. So watch it and subscribe. 
you for listening. You can listen to additional episodes by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple, by subscribing to our Patreon, or by subscribing to our Supercast for $3.99 a month, where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts, covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes. Tell your friends about this podcast. And rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials. Or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com.